Hello, hello. Welcome to the Seven Strong Podcast. I am your host, Holly Hillier, a retired six-figure corporate engineer, mom to three crazy boys, and CEO of Seven Strong. I went from burnt-out corporate engineer to stay-at-home mom boss, building multiple businesses and life-changing income for my kitchen table. My passion is helping other female entrepreneurs create magnetic marketing and scalable systems so you too can create the time and financial flexibility to live your dream life. Ready? Let's dive in. Oh my goodness, Holly, welcome to the Seven Strong Podcast. It is an honor to have you on here today. So today, I I guess I really want to kick this off by giving you guys a little background on how Holly and I met, because I think it's really interesting for me as I've moved outside the network marketing space and how I have watched just women collaborate and where those relationships are made. And so Holly and I actually met at a mastermind or through a mastermind. And then we were with that mastermind, there was an in-person event. And so I got to know her and her amazing husband, which they are also a husband-wife duo. She has retired her husband. They are both building their business from home with their two twin girls, I should also mention. But when I met Holly at this retreat, it was one of those things like, this is one of my people. You are, I love how you think. I love your organization. I love how you run your business. And I love how you run your business with your family as your first priority. And actually, back to that retreat, both your girls were there, right? Yeah. Yeah. We all went. (laughs) If mom's going to Florida, then everyone wants to come because we're in Ohio. And in November, it's gray and not fun. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I mean, I love that. My kids have traveled with me for work and I just don't think we see a lot of that. And so just how you've structured your business, it's been incredible. And so, yeah, so we've been at that mastermind and then really just reconnected over the last year and watching Holly's business just absolutely explode and her doing it in small amounts of time is so inspiring. And one of the reasons I wanted her on the show. So before we dig into all of the goodness that Holly has to offer, can you give us a little bit about yourself, your story, your background, how this all came to be? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. So yeah, my name is Holly Haynes. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. My story is very different and I have a 22-year corporate strategy background and did corporate consulting for a really long time for Fortune 500 companies. And I sort of, you know, it was the beginning of 2020. It was before the pandemic. We didn't know what the word pandemic meant at that point. And I was like, you know, I think I want to do something a little bit different. And it was different because... I had gotten to a certain point in my career, which I had worked really hard for, like went to grad school, did all the things. And I was like, this doesn't feel like I thought it would feel like I had the office, I had the team, I had the title. And I was like, I don't, I just don't know, like, if this is what I want to do for the next 10 years. And so that's actually one of my favorite questions to ask is like, can you keep doing what you're doing for the next 10 years? And so I just decided on a whim that I was like, you know, I think that I could like do more than what I'm doing. And I had sort of dabbled in like mentoring and things like that in my corporate role. But I was like, I'm just going to hire somebody that is going to tell me exactly what to do. I'm going to do it. And we're going to see what happens. So I hired a coach before I had a business and I gave myself a one year challenge. And I was like, I'm going to do everything I possibly can 
to go all in on this business. Again, I didn't even know what it was. And if it doesn't work, at least I'll know that I did everything I could and that, you know, no regrets, right? Like, so we'll go all in. So I hired a coach, which eventually was the mastermind that Holly and I met in. And our first idea was like, well, let's just come out with a podcast. Because I didn't really know what I wanted to teach or what I wanted to do. And I was really good at productivity. And so I'm like, I'm just going to start a podcast and talk about productivity, which is really funny if you listen to my original episodes. And the day the podcast came out is when the first case of COVID hit the United States. And I was like, who am I? to be talking about a podcast and time blocking when literally the United States is shutting down. And so I just remember like sitting there like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Like, this is my one year challenge. Like I've already spent at five figures at this point on a coach. Like, what do we do? And I'm sharing that because you don't always know like what's going to happen. But I decided that I was just going to keep going. Like I was just going to share how I was growing the podcast. Some of the podcast topics changed because we were talking about how we were navigating. I have twin girls who were in kindergarten at the time. And I always say like navigating kindergarten at home while working a full-time job at home for a company that didn't really know how to work remotely while, you know, creating a business in the middle of a pandemic. Like if I can do that, then anybody can build a business. And so that's what I just started sharing, like what we were doing and how we were navigating it and really pulling in my corporate strategy background. And that's kind of how we got to where we are today. That is incredible. So that was 2020. So you mm-hmm. have through a pandemic. So when you built this while working your full-time job, at yeah. what point did you leave your full-time job? Like what is the timeline and growth of your business? Yeah. So at the beginning, and I think most of us do this we don't really share that we're starting a business. So I was like, I'm just going to go work a little bit. And then like, I had this like whole website designed or whatever. And so my first step was I had to like get my husband on board with the process. But the second step was, is, you know, I think we forget that entrepreneurship is like a bubble. So most people are not exposed to that bubble unless you're in the world. And because we're in the world so much that does it, we forget. And so I had to get Scott you know, sort of in the process of like, this is what I'm doing. And this is how it's working. And like, this is my vision. And this is how I think it can help our family. And this is how I think it will work. And so, I mean, you told the story at the beginning, I was like, why we were in a mastermind where you were able to bring your spouse with you. And I was like, why don't you just come? (laughs) Like, let's just go just listen to what other people are doing. I'd listen to it at now at this point for two years but he hadn't been exposed to it. And so we went to the retreat. It was in Florida. We're in Ohio. So, I mean, it was nice, right? Like it was nice to be able to step away and hear stories of what other people were doing. And I remember after one of our, I don't know, some sort of workshop or something, we had like a breakout like session and we were sitting like looking over the ocean and like we were doing our homework and mapping out what the next things was. And he was like, I actually think that you can do this. Like, I actually think that this would work. And I remember looking at him being like, what? Because for me, I thought I could do it, but I never thought somebody else would say that. So we actually sitting there came up with a plan of how to leave my job at that point, it was like a 20 week plan. (laughs) Like it was big. It was like, what do we do? Like, who's going to pay for this? Where does insurance come from? Like benefits, 401k, all the things. And I remember leaving a message in our Voxer pod for the mastermind. I was like, 
So I came up with this 20 week plan and then I ended up quitting three weeks later, like three weeks after that retreat, because it happened so fast. Once we were all in alignment of what needed to happen. I remember that so well. Like I remember what you're you're like, no, it's like happening now. Oh my gosh. Like this is incredible. Incredible. It was kind of a crazy time. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's amazing. And so You know, I know one of the things you really help women do is figure out how to build their dream businesses like like you have while working full-time corporate jobs and this kind of in this one to two hours a week. So can you take us through a little bit of what that structure looks like? Yeah. So I think a lot of times I would hear a podcast interview like this and I'd be like, well, that's great, but that's not going to work for me because X, Y, Z. And I'll go back to like this started in a worldwide pandemic with kids at home work. I mean, it was a lot, like it is not a period that I would ever want to repeat. So there were a couple of things that I had to put in place to make sure, right? Cause I only had a year, like my original goal was one year, how this was going to work. And the first thing was, is I kept going back to, I call it the bus stop dream, but like, there's gotta be something that's bigger than I want to make six figures that gets you out of bed in the morning. For me, I was really enjoying being able to actually see my kids during the day. And I like to work. So I'm not the kind of person that's like, oh, I'm, you know, I just want to stay home all day with my kids. Like I do like to stay home, but I also like to like have do something else. So that like I'm not, that's just not me. I'm with you. <laughs> um, so I was like, oh, this is really cool. I could never put them on the bus and get them off in my full-time job. Like it was just impossible. And I was like, this seems stupid. Like this, I don't want this long term. Like I want to be able to like volunteer in their classroom and put them on the bus and get them off the bus. And so I called it the bus stop dream. And that's like what I said, like, hey, if I have to get up at five in the morning this morning, I'm doing it for the bus stop dream. And I knew like, it didn't necessarily mean that I was going to quit my job, but like, we were just going to figure out the best next step to get there. So sometimes it's not, oh my gosh, I'm going to retire myself and my husband. It's like, you know what, maybe I'll just do something where I'm working four days a week and then it's three days a week. And so we're sort of piecemealing it. So that was my first step. And then my second step was really understanding like, what is my every week schedule look like? I always say consistency trumps talent. You don't have to be the best in the game. You have to stay in it, right? So you talk all the time about social media and niching down and posting consistently. Most people won't do it. They'll listen to your training. They'll know exactly what they need to do and they won't follow through. So I was like, if I can just follow through and it sounds really like simple, like kindergarten, like here, but if I could just follow through, I was going to win. Like I was going to get to the bus stop dream. So I set aside a schedule. It's about eight to 10 hours a week where Monday through Friday, I worked at least an hour. Like I could not go to bed. It was like a contract with myself. I could not go to bed unless I did one thing that was going to support my business. And we'll, we can talk about what those activities were, but it was Monday through Friday, one hour. I did not have time to do more. I did not have time to do less. And then the key to this schedule is on, I did it on Saturday mornings because I really didn't have time during the week is what I called it like a a creative strategy session. And so often you'll hear like, oh, it's just 20 minutes here. It's just 30 minutes here, which is awesome. But at some point you need to like look up and be like, are all these activities that I'm doing actually pointing me in the right direction? Like, am I going where I'm supposed to be going? Like I'm getting up at five in the morning, I'm doing the things, but am I 
actually going the right direction. So I would use Saturday mornings to like brainstorm, like build out whatever products we're doing, catch up on mastermind things. I still do it to this day. It's like my quiet time. Like people think I'm crazy, but I'm like, no one's up at 6 a.m. on Saturday morning. Like I teach people this, but like no one's no one will bother you. It's amazing. So I did that every Saturday. And then every Sunday I have a planning session, which I know you love as well. And that is I sit down and it's like, what do I need to be successful this week? Like what has to happen? Do I need to move things? Like, do we have appointments? Like, what does that look like? And I literally did that on repeat over and over and over again. Like it's, I, it feels like Groundhog's Day. It really does. But that's where I feel like the difference is made because most people won't follow it. I, so it's so funny you mentioned the one hour a day commitment and like not letting yourself go to bed. That was always me. I was like, if I do not, I had like five tasks that I had to do. They always took about an hour. Yeah. Like, I don't care if I need to sit in bed and do it. Like, I'm not going to bed until those are finished. And, you know, yeah. it's a commitment to ourselves and it's a commitment to the dream, right? And you're right, yeah. it's a dollar amount, but it is how we want to live our lives and what that that vision is. So yeah. I I love that. And then also the, the Saturday, like, step back, mm-hmm. actually look and see, are these creating the results that I want to create and be willing yeah. to say, all right, let's move this around some. And then Sunday you plan. I know Saturday and Sunday are like Saturday. They're magical. It's like my favorite days. Like they're magical. And everyone's like, but do you really want to work on the weekend? And my question back is if I'm creating a lifestyle where I can work whenever I want, like who cares if it's Saturday or not? Like it works. Like it just works. It works. And it is, it is this quiet time when like the rest of the world is turned off and I can turn on and like, internally, like no one is asking me for anything. It is magical. It is a magical time that I think everyone should like flip yeah. actual perspective. You're probably like, you're saying strategy and magical in the same <laughs> sentence. What does that mean? But I think the other thing that's really important, and this was step three, is you can be working, but you might not be working on the right thing. And so I created what I call theme days, which I still use to this day to make sure that I'm working on the right things, right? So at the beginning, like the right things might be Mondays would always be content days, right? So we both teach this, like you have to put content out in the world so that people get to know you. So Mondays might be content days. Tuesdays were podcast days because that's like how I was attracting new people, right? Like client attraction. Wednesdays might be like website day or client focus day. I mean, you can totally make it up based on what your business is. But I knew on repeat every single Monday or Wednesday or Friday, like what this was going to look like. And even at the beginning, I would start to repeat them. So I knew like Monday and Thursday were content days and I just repeated it over and over. So I'm not getting up you know, at 5am being like, I don't know what to work on today. Like it it was just like ingrained because it's just a habit that you're repeating over and over again. And then on Saturdays, I would look at like, Hey, what are my themes for next week? What do I need to focus on? If you have a big project coming up or a launch or something, then you can like shift your themes to whatever makes the most sense. But that just was easy for me because again, I was like going in and out of like really big meetings. I had a big team at work. My kids were learning to read from home. Like there was a lot going on and I didn't have time to be like, okay, what's the next step in my business? Like it just had to be 
programmed. So, and I still use that today. I mean, there's some science behind batching and repetitiveness and all of that, but I, you know, I always do my podcast interviews on Wednesdays. I always have client calls on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite day is what I call CEO day. And this honestly came from the fact that like one of my big goals was like, I don't want to work on Fridays. I feel like even now my brain shuts down on Friday and it's like, nope, it's Friday. We can't do it. So I was like, how do I make that happen? So I very slowly started moving even my corporate meetings away from Fridays so that I could have this like space to do whatever I needed to do. Now I do it Mondays and Fridays. And this year I took it to an extreme. And the last week of every month, I also don't have any meetings because it's so powerful to have that like white space where you can fill it in with what you need. Because I think so often when you're starting your business or scaling your business, you're like doing, 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 doing. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I just need two hours to like do this. Or I'm just so burnt out. I need to take a breath, right? So now you've got that built into your week where you have that breath and you can do whatever you need to do. Sometimes it's like going for a walk. Sometimes it's creating a funnel, right? Like it just depends on what the week is. Yeah. I love that. It's so funny because Friday, that's my day too, is like, I'm so done by Friday. And I think it's really important when I talk to my clients, we talk about, you know, when it, I think we hear a lot of times, when is your energy best throughout the day? Yeah. But I also think we have to pay attention to when our energy is best throughout the week. And I'm the same by Friday. And then that aligns so well with, you know, your individual days and having your theme days. And so, yeah, Friday is my, is my CEO day or my like, oh my gosh, get my life back, back together. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice too. Day. And I think going back to your energy comment, like if you're like, Holly, there's no way I could work at 6am on a Saturday. That's fine. Like when is your time? Like, there's no way I could do that at three o'clock in the afternoon. Like it just doesn't work for me. It's not my yeah good time. Like I'm done by three o'clock, but You just have to think about what is going to work for you and what can you be like ridiculously consistent with? Yes. Yes. Consistency. And then that maximum efficiency. That's like me. It's like in the morning and this goes back to, and I love this with theme days is waking up knowing exactly what you're going to do. So there's no wasted time in email or social media. It's I'm waking up. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm most efficient and effective. And I knock out the majority of my work before my children wake up and people think I'm crazy, but I'm like, It's only time. It just makes the afternoon so much better. But the other thing I'll say is like, yes, I'm a real person. I'm not a robot. And so my other rule, I have all these rules, boundaries, we'll call them boundaries, is you can't miss two days. So if you miss one day because you're sick or, you know, life happens or whatever, fine. But don't miss two, right? Because once you miss two, then you're like, oh, well, that was really easy to not do that. And so it's like, well, then it becomes a habit to start skipping. So. Don't miss two days in a row. Yes. And you've mentioned habits several times, which I like, I I love that because it is consistency habits. And I think habits really play into getting up on Saturday and Sundays and working because it's just, it's just a habit. Like I just, I, I wake up and this is what I do and this is how I live my life and this is how I'm happiest. And, you know, I talk a lot about habit stacking as well, which then again, just makes you more efficient as you stack Mm -hmm. those habits. So I mean, I just, I love, love the way that, that you run your business and you can see, like you said, you're running in and out of meetings. Like you're, you were working a full-time job, but understanding what each day was, was devoted to. And then taking that time on a Saturday to say, is this working? And if it is awesome. And if it's not great and Sunday saying, let's, let's make a plan and let's kind of move things. And 
you know, I always say like everything is data. So like if it's not working, that's just data, right? Nothing is right. like everything points us in the in the right the right path in the, in the right way. Yeah. And I think too, you can get overwhelmed, right? Like you can get overwhelmed of like, oh my gosh, how am I? I want to make six figures and like quit my corporate job. And then you're like, how the heck do I do that? Right. And so for me, I just had to break it into like, what are the activities that I can control? And one of my favorite quotes is you control your energy, not your outcome. I would like to say the energy around your activities, right? I could not control who was going to download the podcast or who was going to watch the content or what was going to happen with my corporate job, but I could control my energy and making sure that I was taking the action steps. And then I could always pivot depending on what happens. But if you don't take any of the steps or you miss two days or miss three days, then you lose that momentum. And so you've got to figure out a schedule that keeps that momentum going. Yes. I love this. So Holly has an entire frame. I mean, obviously she's taken us through that framework, but dives even deeper. She has a full CEO week. Can you talk a little bit about this and where they can go grab this completely free guys? It's amazing. Yeah. So just go to hollymarriehaines.com forward slash CEO week, or you can just DM me CEO week. And I walk you through this whole framework. It's the number one question I get is like, how do you true? Like, what do you actually do to build a full-time business on a part-time schedule? And so I walk you through like, how do you set up your schedule? So it's specific to you. How do you set up your theme days? I give you examples of what theme days should look like. Holly, I know you're a big Trello board person. We've got like Trello boards and checklists and all the things. And it's a five-day challenge. So you're actually doing it like step-by-step in little like bite-sized increments. And then I'm in the back end. You can ask questions and helping you along the way. I love it. And I will link that in our show notes. And I will also say, as you guys go through that. So one of the things I didn't really mention about Holly, when I quickly introduced her now is, you know, I love social media and I'm like social media is top of funnel. And Holly has this incredible, like anti-social strategy, which would be an entire (laughs) episode. But I think as you go through CEO week and you see some of these theme days, I think you're going to get some really good ideas. Like Holly mentioned, like, you know, her podcast days and just different ways that you can network and you can reach and really expand your customer and client base outside social media. And it's why I love following Holly because I'm always getting new ideas on ways to keep expanding. So check out you, where can they find you on Instagram? Yeah. So my my Instagram account has a whole story on itself, but it's the Holly Marie Haynes and yeah, come say hello. I am on there. You can find me there. CEO week, all the places. Awesome. And Holly's podcast is crush the rush podcast. So I, now I need to like go back and like, yeah, I know I will not listen. I don't listen. I'm nervous to listen to the new, the like beginning episodes. Cause it was so raw, right? Like it's so raw, but it just, I think you could see the trans transformation. Like it's very visible. I love it. And that is another one of my favorite podcasts, a great business podcast. And Holly has her podcast episodes with like really tangible tips. And I also love it because Holly's fast to the point, tangible, known as time for super long and she's a incredible guest on there. So it's really great for any online business owner. So thank you so much, Holly. I'll link all of this down in the show notes. And just again, thank you so much for your time. You're incredible. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found tactical takeaways you can apply right away to your business. 
If so, it would mean the world to me if you'd subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review on iTunes. Now, let's go crush some goals together.